<laughs> yeah. So we're here. Cocktails and conversations. We're back. Like I got the little intro for us. Oh, look at that. And it's a monster beat, right? <laughs> yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. So we're trying to do this correct. Every week we're gonna to try to get better and better with this one. So oh let me turn this down a little bit too. Oh, there you go. Oh, that's dope right there. Ah yeah. Cocktails and conversations. We here. We here. So thank you all for coming out, staying with us. We here. Yeah, we here. <laughs> yes, I praise Appreciate y'all to, joining us today. Praise be to Allah. Um yeah, man, you know, we're excited. Um we got all our equipment, so we're we're, we're figuring it out <laughs> week by week at this point. Getting better and better, right? Yes, yes, yes. So um week three, episode three of this new season two, I guess. Praise be to God. Um man, how's the week been going, bro? It's been pretty good, man. I'm telling you. It's been real good, man. I got some great news and making some progress. So you know me. Oh. I keep keep on working in the dark and then let it come to light. <laughs> Darkness, baby. Uh, my uh, I when I talk to my cousin, my cousin always says, um, so how you doing? He said, Well the devil ain't caught me this week, so I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> How's your week been going? Oh man, I am blessed. I am blessed. Oh, so you're all turning in. We we just getting, like I said, getting used to our equipment a little bit more and more. And I like this piece that I picked up on here for this one is Hello. Uh, look at that. <laughs> Either I'm talking to Darth Vader or Satan. <laughs> Y'all should see, he got the whole glow in the dark and everything. <laughs> oh, man. Um, uh, we, we were talking before, and I just got off the phone with, um, again, Miss Temple. And she always, you know, giving me some guidance and some, uh, and, and some chastisement, I guess, in words, because I haven't finished my assignment, whatever, for the week. So we here. Um, and we're going to get her on the show soon, so you'll see how she is. But um, the conversation that we were having, and again, um, by the time I was just dealing with, is the mixed, missed, excuse me, opportunity. Yeah. Yep, we all have them. We all have <laughs> these in life, and um, they're not like the Boeing Arrow. They're not like the um, the, the, the they're like a sped bullet. Not a bowing arrow. They do not return quite often. No, they don't. Um, so we here. You Just, know what? When when it comes to, you know, we were talking about uh, crossing over to the forties, <laughs> and a lot of people can talk about you know opportunities they miss, but I think that that that's what prepares you. Mm. You know, some things I jumped on early mm-hmm. and capitalized on it. Some things. I missed out on it. But I think that with everything that 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 develops, you know, who you are and what, what you're in tune to, um, you know, you, we all can look at look, like different business dealings or, man, I had an opportunity to buy the houses when uh, in Atlanta when the prices was low. Mm. <laughs> mm. And you look at that like, man, what, what cost of a regular house would get you a mansion right now? 
You know what I mean? What used to be what mansion right. prices were, right. you right. know, uh, you know, a regular price for, you know, a really, really nice home, you know, would be three, three and a half. You, you, you'd be living like a king. Mm-hmm. Now it's like you can't even buy your, your mom house mm-hmm. for the same three and a half. Yeah, three hundred fifty fifty thousand. You know, so you know you, when you look at missed opportunities, what it does is fine tune you. You know, mm. a lot of us have those things, and I look at it. Um, I used to be like, "Oh man, do you regret this or you regret that?" You know, I've learned that looking back on things um, is only to kind of prepare you to look for it. When you're looking for it, you're like, "Okay, I see something." I recognize what I missed last time mm. by not speaking up, mm. by not being prepared mm. by. And that comes a lot of times that comes with not having the direction that you need, not focusing on what you have, what your goals are. And, you know, that's that's what the 20s are for. You know, 20s and 30s are for kind of getting yourself together to focus on what you want to do. So a lot of times I look at it. I know I talked about that last episode is that. You know, those things build who you are. Character. Uh, Missed opportunities. Mm. Um, My lovely wife has joined us and she's now scrolling on her phone. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I can remember like we all have like different things that we missed. And she was one of those things that I was not going to miss this time. (laughs) All of us can look back at either a relationship or um, maybe a degree that you wanted. Or maybe an industry that you want to jump into. Like uh, if you could have jumped into the uh, VR or the uh, AI industry. Mm. And that was me. I was going to do it. I, I'm going to do it. And life happens. You, you you go to another direction. But that fines tune you, fine tunes you for the next thing. Mm. And I remember, and I think I said this before, but it's not the missed things, it's the timing, you know, and you have to realize that if you're in the mindset of, Hey, I had this idea. Remember we talked about that last time I had, I got that, uh, this idea. Well, that's just to prepare you for the next one. You understand? Ideas come and go. Opportunities come and go, but it's like, okay, now I know what to do for the next one. God is preparing me for something. Now let me get prepared for the next thing. So what happens, <clears throat> I think we were talking offline um, in regards to the missed opportunities and God sending something to you and you're not acting on it. And I'm, I'm going to jump on that real quick. So I, this is offline. And I was telling you, I think we were, on, we were off talking offline. Um, God sends you things in life. And if you do not act on them, his will will be done. Yeah. This is our conversation offline after last time that his will will be done. And what made me understand this again, twenties, you, you have to understand things. If you're willing to first listen mm-hmm. and then look into, listen to what someone's telling you and then look into why they're saying it. So and people, if you don't, if you believe it's facetious or not, go look into my paperwork on this one. I always try to leave Leave a paper trail when you need to in your life, people. So my senior year in college, we had a presentation. And the presentation was to make a mock business for the future that you would try to sell. This is my business class. I think it was marketing. 
And I waited to the last minute, but it was in my mind, but I did this. Um, the presentation that I did was cell phones. This is 2004 people, 2004, 2005. So if you're old enough, you know, cell phones were not what we have them today. <laughs> we still have that analog digital type phone that we had. And I remember I had the Sprint long cell phone with the antenna with that newest phone that year. Um, and matter of fact, no, Nextel was becoming big. The chirp was coming big oh, at that man. point. So I was getting, I, I want to get a chirp um, when I got out of school and a Blackberry. So anyhow, the, we did the presentation. My presentation in class was c- cover cases for a cell phone and ringtones. Now, I remember talking about ringtones when I was in high school. This is 2000 because my father had, remember that white Nokia phone everybody had? <laughs> you could play Snake the on. Indestructible phone. Right. So my father had that phone, but his phone was always ringing. I got tired of hearing the same ringtone. I was like, man, we should get make sell ringtones. You can make a lot of money off that one. But what it happened to do is people can change it, put whatever way they want to, and it'd be real cool. It was a joke to me. 18 years old, I said that. And again, my graduating year of college, I bring it back up again. Again, it's done in a joke. My teacher loves it. She's like, I never thought about that. You should do it. I was like, oh, whatever, whatever. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Fast forward three, four years, you have the ringtone boom. It is. And the person who made some of the, the most money off the ringtones was DJ Unk. Man. He, I think they say he did like a million or two per song just off ringtones. It's crazy. God's will would be done. Mm-hmm. And that's not, and you know, I was a little, I wasn't never sad. It was like, oh damn, I had a good idea. But what happens too often is when we have the missed opportunities, we as people lay on this thing as a hammock. Coulda, mm-hmm. woulda, shoulda. Oh man, that was my idea, man. He stole that from me. You never acted on it, brother. Exactly. So it's never a stolen idea. Exactly. It's God giving you the idea before he gave it to someone else. They just chose to act on it. Exactly. So what? it's a way to show you that God is with you. Mm-hmm. But if you choose not to be with him. Oh, that's it. That's it right there. <laughs> you and said something right there. Most of us are not choosing to be with him. Mm-hmm. We're choosing to... Like they said, when we say, do you accept Lord God as your Lord and Savior? <laughs> and you say, oh, yeah, I accept God. But do you really? Mm-hmm. When you accept God as your Lord and Savior, you are looking to do his, let his will be done. Mm-hmm. Going back to our conversation again, we've been messing up for a long time doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Too long we've been asking what? God, this is what I want in my life. You know, I'm six foot two. I'm bald head, got strapping weight. You know, I'm look good. Let me be a basketball player. Dude, you couldn't dribble the ball to save your life. <laughs> Why are you trying to be a basketball player, brother? Well, you suck to- on 2K. <laughs> <laughs> you think you about the ball. Now. Right. So, you know, why are you trying to do this? Instead of sitting down saying, guys, you know what? And I just had this conversation with uh, Temp, really, before I got off the guy on here. I was like, you know, I'm 40 years backwards doing this. <laughs> you know what? Better late than never, but God, let me, what, what you want me to do? Exactly. Exactly. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah let me, let me. Well, take it's a sip it's one of ahead. those things that, you know, 
It's the dwelling on the missed opportunity. The hammockly de- yeah. dwelling on it too. They, a lot of people they they look on their regrets and they sit on their regrets. And you you said something that was so powerful. All right, you heard God, but did you do it? Did you do it? Um, uh, for those of you who are Christian, you said that my sheep hear my voice, Ooh. and a stranger they will not follow. Who's so a lot of times that we're hearing, but who are you following? Are you following yourself? Are you following what God told you? Where's the action behind it? Are you going to let that thing pass you by? Because like you said before, his will going to be done. <laughs> it will going to be done. It somebody going to do it. He's, okay, if you don't do it, some, I'm going to get somebody else to do it. And that's the thing that a lot of people don't really consider. It's mm. like you're not the only person that heard it. You're not the only person that he's going to talk to. It's are you going to be obedient? It, where's the obedience in it? It's, if he talks to you, you hear him, you don't do it. You wait later on, and then you try to do something about it. The other person here, they go ahead and jump on it. And then later on, they might not do as good a job as you would, but they actually did it. And somebody else helped them do it. Exactly. He will, he will work on that, all that on the way. A lot of people are stuck in the planning phase. Okay, well, I plan to do this, and I plan to do that. Yeah, but when are you going to take some action? When it, it don't matter how bad it come out. You <laughs> just do it. Just do it. Now, ain't that the thing for the year? Yeah, yeah. Just it, do right? it. Nike gonna get us, but <laughs> 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 and just go out there and do it. You you don't know what's gonna happen. It's it, there's a scripture that says that the uh, I think it's like the lazy man or something like that. But he doesn't do things, and he'll say that the lion is out in the street, and mm-hmm. this, basically what it means is. Taking your time or coming up with excuses of why you shouldn't do anything because of everything that could go wrong. What about the things that could go right? Right. Why, why is it that we're stuck in this mindset? Why is it that you, you you hold back? Why is it that you even think about the missed opportunities? Everything is an opportunity to learn. The fear of success. And a lot of people have that. I, I had that. I, you don't even know, understand how prevalent that is mm-hmm. with the average mindset of mm-hmm. why won't you do this? Mm-hmm. It's a it's a, a pass down fear. And I was looking at um, an article that was talking about the difference between how people speak and what they don't do for the rich and for the poor and the average. The way that I understand it, when you grow up in affluent places, they welcome the mindset of trying and failing. That's, that's the way that you do it. You try and you fail. Because failure teaches you things that complacency can't. A lot of people like to be safe, especially people who are wage earners. If you are a wage earner, they look at, man, I got to get this nice, secure job. I got to do this, that, and the other. So the bills are coming in. They have no idea that the owner of the company is taking risks that you can be comfortable with. You just really feel like you're going to go to work and you're going to have a job tomorrow. You Mm. really are sitting in there feeling comfortable, not moving because you know you are familiar with that. I'm familiar with sitting on the couch. I'm familiar with being around the same friends. I'm familiar earning what I earn. I'm familiar with the relationship that I'm in. I'm familiar around my, my, my relatives. I'm familiar staying in this neighborhood. I'm familiar with 
this weight that I got on. I'm familiar. <laughs> I don't have to go and buy some more clothes. Right. You know, I, I'm familiar with not putting myself out there and being weird to other people. But what if? What if you put yourself out there? What could you be? Familiarity breeds content. It does. And that's what my teacher would say the whole time we were in school. I never understood it. But kind of, I, I, I knew what she meant, but I didn't understand it. But when you start getting older and you're understanding, like, you become too familiar with something, you don't respect it. That's true. You're not going to do what you're supposed to do to grow. Mm-hmm. There's no growth in, in, in just in, what's the word you just said? There's no growth in being comfortable. Mm-hmm. You're the same thing every day, complacency. And complacency is the number one killer of relationships, mm-hmm. especially marriages. Now, so my brothers, I'm going to say this, and I had to learn this the hard way. So shout out to everybody who's been in my past. <laughs> <laughs> but familiarity breeds content, and there is no growth in complacency. And the biggest issue that we have in relationships is complacency. Mm-hmm. And if you are with a woman, and I'm saying specifically a woman, mm-hmm. If you're with a woman and you can never understand why she's always so freaking mad in the house, she just, she just, I don't understand. She always upset about something. It's because she is made for growth. Mm-hmm. And when you're not growing and been the same place over and over and over and over with your relationship, if she's comfortable like that, you might need to look at her a little differently. Exactly. Because a woman is not made to be complacent. She's if she ain't pissed off with you at least once a month because you ain't done something right. <laughs> and I'm not talking about this this ghetto love pissed off. I mean like she's just why ain't you did this? Why are we? You're she's not, gonna be like that maintenance check. You know, women are great. That's what. With, that, that, thank you. She's the maintenance check yeah, of the house. She she is great until hey, you know, you might want to do this, that, and the other. Right. She she will remind you of who you are. Even if you don't agree. And I'm going to tell you why. Because the things that you should be doing, she's going to remind you of that. She's Mm going to challenge those things that make you do that. And for us leaders, we need that. We need a check and balance. We need We set the direction. We set the pace. But we always have our our sovereign council. I put it like that. We have our sovereign council. And, you know, I had a commander used to say, Something He said, you know what? The only thing to stay the same is change. And he would say that all the time. The only thing that stays the same is change. Hmm. Whether you want to or not, let's say you stay the same. You're the young guy that's been where he at. and You'll be the old guy that's been where he at. That's right. The thing that changed was your age. Mm, That's it. The times have changed. Everything has passed you by. You're still there. Mm. But everything else changed around you, even yourself. You don't develop. You don't grow and things that don't develop, things that don't change are memories and the death. Oh, when something is dead or it's not alive on an inanimate object, it tends to not change. Boy, you be hitting this with these, 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 these. When when we look at even even if we we all know we have a a water sitting in a glass, it sit there long enough, it'll stink Mm -hmm. because it's died. When you jump in the river, you think that's the same river. That's not the same water that's been in that river. That river, that water's been all over the earth, and it's new. And what you, the river that you jumping in, is actually different water. 
the relationships that you think that you have. Well, my mama, it's always been, no, your mom is a different person. She was a young woman, now she's an older woman. And the same thing is you're not the same person, even though you think that you are. So when you're stagnant in a relationship, mm. a woman will say, hey, this is starting to stink. So she'll say something. Yeah, something's going to happen. Something. Something's going to happen. And if you have a true partner, you know, a lot of us have, let's go ahead and jump in. We said we, we it isn't going to be all about that, but we need to understand that how you choose the partner that you choose can show you those opportunities so you don't miss them. Mr. Farrakhan, I told you, I'm quote that man quite often. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Farrakhan said, again, I think I said on the last one, the, the reason why you chose your mate can determine how long you stay together. Man, what you talking about? That's so most true. of us are in complacent relationships because um, we have chosen a person for the wrong reason. Mm -hmm. You chose them for their nice backside. Mm -hmm. You chose them for their sex. You chose them for their looks. Mm -hmm. So you're happy with those until something happens, mm -hmm. like the fine and the devastating thing called time. Mm -hmm. When time starts to hit and weight starts to drop, facial features starts to change, then you start complaining and you're not, you want to get up out of it because that what you were comfortable with is no longer there. You know what? Let, let, I want to go a little further for those who choose a person because of status and money. Mm. I remember talking to an older woman when I was in my 20s. She was uh, of retirement age. She uh, was happy. Um, they had a lot of money. Mm. Her and her husband having a lot of money. And she was going through a divorce. Mm. So here she is in her, you know, uh, 60s, really 50s, because mm. they could have retired a long time ago. But um, they did an early retirement. She's almost 60. And um, or 60. It was something like around the late 56. She got some age on her. Yeah, she got some age. <laughs> Beautiful woman, though. Gorgeous woman. Oh, yeah. And she was telling, she's telling me, she said, you know what? Um, she called me by my last name. She said, you know, because um, I was in the Army at the time. She said, I I'm looking at this guy. You know, we've been together for decades. Decades. Got children, all our children grown, grandchildren grown. And she said, I'm looking at him. We had the money. We got the properties. We got the horses. Yeah, they had horses. Huh. We got, you know, folks got dogs and cats. They got horses. <laughs> horses on a you whole know, other level. We got the businesses and I'm looking at this life and I'm looking at them and I don't even like this mother. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and she's looking at, you know, they want to retire and she's going through a divorce because the only thing that she cared about was the status but once the status is comfortable, once you're able to make your own, a lot of people look at things and they don't think about building a legacy. Mm. They don't think about building a nation. Mm. They don't think about past themselves. A lot of people want, but they don't want to give. Mm. And that's the only reason why we're here on this planet is to what we can contribute. And my grandmother used to have a saying, she said, you know what? If you were here on this earth for yourself, he would have gave you your own earth and you would have been there by yourself. And a lot of us oh. don't look at it that way. We look at what we can get out of it. But a lot of people who are listening to this podcast and you've already made it. 
some people get there to the mountaintop and they go, oh, damn, is that it? That is it. Is this it? Mm. Is this all it is? Is this, I, I got the car. You can't, I got the car, but everybody else see it from the outside. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I can't even see it. Uh, I got the house. I got the businesses. Now it gets old. They mm. get tired of playing. Mm. They get tired of, you know, I've already did what they call make it. So there's an emptiness there. And they look at the opportunities they miss. And it was the time they didn't enjoy themselves on the journey. Because they were just focused on making the money mm. or making the status or doing what someone else told them. And a lot of us do that. We don't really look at the sum total of life. Mm. And a lot of us look at, well, I want to be balanced. Sometimes there's no time for balance. There's none. Sometimes you can't be home at five. Sometimes you can't spend time with career. But... You have to look at the sum total of everything and how you're getting fulfilled and how you're pouring into others. But the thing about the sum total of everything is that you can only look at the sum total and appreciate the sum total when you understand and know what you're doing. Exactly. And too often, too many of us are just hamsters on the wheel of life Mm -hmm. going a thousand miles per hour going nowhere. Going nowhere. Because you've not stepped off this wheel. Like you said, someone told you that this is what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So you're running fast on there and you're not even enjoying it. Yep. You're just speeding and yep. you're not doing nothing that you like. Yep. But when you step off that hamster wheel mm-hmm. and then you could look at what you've amassed thus far mm-hmm. and say, either I like this or I do not. Mm-hmm. And if I don't like this, what do I need to do to make myself appreciate this more? Exactly. And we're not doing this. And again, we have these milestones in life. So a lot of my friends, we're turning 40 this year. (laughs) So we're talking in different levels. And and it's funny as I talk to my brothers and my sisters and we're like, nigga, I'm 40. God damn. It came quick. Right. (laughs) What have you, what have I done? And then they're now looking back and we're all looking back like, what have we done? And then I don't, I deal with friends on various levels. So my friends that are doing well, they're looking at what they've amassed, the family, the house, the cars, the clothes, the businesses. And they're still like, I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. But why they're not happy? Because they didn't do what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. They didn't get into the things that they wanted to do. They may have done it because someone else or because this is what they thought that they should have been doing. And you're a doctor. You're this person. But what are you doing it for? Are you happy? No, I'm not, man. You know, I really wanted to go be a truck driver. Why? I just like driving on the roads. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you got the money. The house is fabulous. The job is fabulous. But I'm I'm just, you know, I'm... I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Well, brother, you're too far along this road. You know, I'm a doctor, but I hate sick folks. <laughs> right. But I'm like, bro, you're too far along the road now. So what you have to do now is find out what's going to make you happy mm-hmm. and find out how to integrate that into your life. And, you know, that that's some of those missed opportunities that we talk about. Right. A lot of people, what I've learned is to continue to set goals. Oh. So once you hit that goal... <laughs> There's always, there's still life left. 
there's something else for you to do. And for those who hit those, I, I feel, remember, like, they talk about those people who peak in high school or who peak in college. Yeah. And, you know, that's a sad that thing. That was a fear for me. You know? I, I, did, I did not want to peak nowhere near college, nowhere near it. You so. know, with a lot of people, when they're looking at, can you imagine if you hit all your goals and you've made the millions and now you're like, okay, now what? Um, a lot of people talk about like those child stars and you uh-huh. hit the peak very, very early. You've hit the echelon and the mountaintop. Okay, what now? That's when you set those other goals. And a lot of people who sacrifice so early, they feel like, man, I missed out. I didn't get any of the parties. Now I go to the club and I'm the old guy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. And with the with the little chain on. <laughs> Still looking like Fabo. <laughs> and a lot of people Coolio. Look at, <laughs> a lot of people look at, you know, they have um, you know, they've done all the partying, but they missed out on the relationship, you know, or they've done the studying and they've become the executive or if they have everything that 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 the world tells them that they should have but they don't have that love or they don't have they don't love themselves for the decisions that they made they're like man I missed the opportunity to make a friend I had someone who was genuine and they looked out for me and I missed that opportunity to really bond with that person mm-hmm. and my thing is there's still life left if you're listening to this podcast you have time. Not only do you have time, like I said before, you're right on time. You recognize what you need. Go out there and get it because there's always opportunities. You just have to open your eyes. You have to see what's going on and you got to do it. See, there we go. There we go. There go your club right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's an announcement for you to wake up up yeah man like we, we said the other day it is no beautiful er i don't know if that's even the word but we're gonna put it in we're gonna put it in that beautiful er time to be living in dispensation of time yeah. I, I mean granted the world the world's going to hell right now <laughs> they're talking about whenever you hear this you know they're talking about they got a rest warrant off of putin uh trying to get trump in the news a whole bunch of stuff going on in the world but guess what you still got tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> you can true. wake up and do something different. That's true. And you're in no greater country in the world to be in right now mm-hmm. because I, I've traveled the world. I'm trying to tell y'all, it is no better place to be in America for the one for the one right of freedom of speech. I'm telling you, like if we were in any other country, we could not be doing this type of podcast mm-hmm. without fear a repercussion from someone because we may have said something that offended someone. Mm-hmm. Think about it. They 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 say Putin is is just gangster. Like, you speak out against this man. That's it. That's it. <laughs> it, it, it ain't <laughs> too much going on. Right. You, y'all, literally, the whole society of Republicans, let's say, let's say like that, whole society of Republicans were saying F the black president for eight years straight. Yeah. And no one said not a damn thing. <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh man, you know, that just said them and keep moving on. You couldn't have said that for two days straight nope. in Russia. Nope. So again, the missed opportunity is, I look like this. The missed opportunity is only the missed opportunity when you don't get off your behind and make something happen. That's right. 
That's right. Whatever happened, whatever happened to you in your life, whatever I said like this, we too often use excuses as the reason and which why we don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Your excuse was, my mama didn't like me. She never said, I love you. My mommy didn't do this. And my daddy didn't do this. And God forbid, some, you know, the, the other stuff happened to us in life. And as a result, I don't want to. And I feel bad. That is an excuse. And what you talk That about. you've now turned into a reason why you won't do what you need to do in your life. That's true. But what you didn't understand is that, yes, and people will never, a lot of folks don't like this comment, but I live with this all the way. Whatever happened in your life, it was allowed by God mm-hmm. in some way or another. He allowed it to happen. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not for you to get upset with God. Yes, you can question him. How we question them, that's a different conversation. Yeah. But yes, you can question God. But the bigger question then is, after why did you allow this to happen to my life? What was supposed to be the result after this happened? Exactly. Exactly. Are you supposed to be the person that gets out and figures out to make the change? Like a person being born with, like, I remember I was talking to this group of scientists and they were saying that their biggest hope, desire, thought is that the cure from cancer is going to come from somebody who either had cancer or their family member died as a result of it. Mm -hmm. And they're going to figure out how no one ever will feel that pain again. Mm Mm-hmm. So you ask the question of why this person had it. It was for the mom to have cancer, her to die at an age that the young man couldn't deal with. Mm-hmm. He got off his ass. He said, I'm going to figure out how to make how to beat this. And my, no one else would go through the pain that I have. So every action has an equal reaction. That's right. Only if you choose to react. That's right. So... We only miss opportunities because we choose to miss them. Mm-hmm. And I'm speaking, you know, of my own life and the things that I've done, even down to dealing with these festivals and concerts and dealing with artist management, that a certain thing didn't happen because I chose not to do it. Yeah, I knew <laughs> I, I knew it was about to happen. I still said, oh, man, you know, I shouldn't do this, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how people are going to react to that one. Who cares? Exactly. They're going to do what they do. What you eat don't make me. Sh- I'm telling you. And what I do is not going to bother you. Mm-hmm. Or, it will probably, it, probably piss a lot of folks off. I ain't going to lie. But <laughs> it's not going to change your life. Mm-hmm. You're not working for the benefit of the next man unless that man is your child. Mm-hmm. You're working for the benefit of yourself. Right. So if you're going out, getting up nine to five every day, mm-hmm. or getting up at six o'clock to be at work by eight, to get off at nine, to go home, work out, do what you got to do. You're doing that for your success. That's right. And every opportunity in that as a result from you getting up to work, work out, eat properly, it's a benefit for you. It's, well, well, I missed, I could have had some hanging out with my friends tonight and you know they was drinking and eating. Is it a really a missed opportunity? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because you chose what's more important. A lot of us feel, okay, it's more important to sit down, not do anything, than to get this taken care of. Oh. Because a lot of us will let fear. Fear of growth. And they'll, that'll let us, 
just keep you from doing and being who you're supposed to be or, t- or having what you're supposed to have. And the other thing is a lot of us rest on our laurels. No one cares what you did back in 2009. <laughs> what are you doing now? What, what, what is it? Who are you in the moment? Who are you? What, what are you doing in, in this moment? And the thing about missed opportunities, it's like, okay, it doesn't matter. That's the one thing about, okay, it, it was, it's, it was missed. It's gone. It's gone. You it ain't no reverse button. <laughs> oh, if if was a fifth, we'll all be drunk. Look, <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, I live but with that. But that's the one. message, you know. Right now, it's it's don't let it happen again. That's it. Don't let it happen again. Do what you educate yourself, and then take action. the The thing is, train yourself to take action. Train yourself to do it. Train yourself to to do what it takes to make it to your next step. Plan out your steps and actually time yourself. Give yourself a deadline because how are you going to disrespect you? That's disrespectful. A lot of us, when you don't do the thing that you promised yourself, yourself, you know, what, whether God told it to you, whether you came, whatever you want to call it, my, my highest self, what, but you're disappointing you. You're being disrespectful to yourself. Uh-huh. You owe it to yourself. A lot of us will listen. We'll listen to the police. We'll listen to our friends. Everyone else. We'll listen to everybody but us. So if your boss tell you, well, you got into, you have a one o'clock deadline. You do everything to, to obey mm-hmm. someone that you dare call boss. But who's in charge? Is it you or is it them? Because the one thing, the brilliant thing that you have to have is some type of discipline. And if you lost it, it's okay. It's okay. Pick yourself up. Discipline yourself. To thine own self, be true. Be true to who you are, who you really are. That person that that you see yourself as, it's really you. You just have to do it. It's not there in your head for no reason. And a lot of us, we don't want to take the action. We don't want to keep the promise that we made to ourselves. But the thing is, that promise is going to keep you to the next level. And then once you get to that next level, trust me, there's always another one. There's always another one. Always another one. Mm -hmm. And that's the great part. Surprise. (laughs) Is that there's always another one. That's it. Because you don't have to be settled. You don't have to only have that and go, that's it. This is the mountaintop. No, there are other things to do. So a lot of times we uh, like some people fall from grace, but that's a good thing. To Uh make it and then fall means that things have changed and you have an opportunity to experience something else. Because to feel the same thing every day, all day is boring. That's not a beautiful song. <laughs> Sometimes the greatest thing that can happen to you in your life is to fail. Yeah. And if you don't agree with that, you haven't really experienced life yet. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's <And> coming. <laughs> it's coming. Because a failure, it allows you to see things from a different perspective. Oh, yeah. Failure allows you to see, number one, who actually is with you. Mm-hmm. And, and this is from me failing a lot and that's the word if you try to sugarcoat it then you're messing up again accept it as it 
it is a failed opportunity, whatever it is, you failed at it. All right, don't lay in the hammock, shoulda, coulda, woulda, crying. Yeah, you might go cry. Trust me, I, I, I failed at some stuff and I sat there and cried for like two days straight. But in the crying, I'm talking to God. What didn't I do wrong? What didn't I do right? And then sometimes you did everything right. It just wasn't the time. <laughs> it wasn't time yep. for it to happen. Yep. So things done out of due season do more harm than good. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn, okay, again, God, what is it you want me to do? Exactly. I'm doing what I want to do. It ain't time for that yet. Yeah. What did and, I learn? What? <laughs> so number one, you see who's with you. Mm-hmm. Then you see what it is that you actually did wrong yeah. and what can actually be improved on the next one. Because yeah, you may have done everything right, but a hurricane came mm-hmm. and you're doing a concert. Remember I did this festival one year and we were doing the festival. And like this is like my fifth year doing it. And it stormed for a weekend straight. Like a hurricane came up out of Florida. Matter of fact, I can even tell you that if you all... Look up the Shaky Knees Festival. The Shaky Knees Festival was the same year started that I was doing my event. And they got a lot more play because, you know, anyhow. But Shaky Knees, they got stormed out too. Man. We were the only two festivals that weekend. Man. And we were stormed out. And I remember sitting up there thinking, I got to figure out how to get this money back to people. How do we do this? But at the same time, it taught me that, all right, brother, Things will go wrong. Yeah. But what do you do? Exactly. Are you going to depend on me and say, hey, bro, you know, God, I, I you got me here. So I trust you're going to get me up out of here. Mm-hmm. And then it taught me that rain insurance. <laughs> <laughs> rain insurance. Exactly. You better have a backup. Mm-hmm. So all these things, again, failure helps to grow you. That's true. If you choose to look at it for what it is, it's a opportunity mm-hmm. for growth and development. Mm-hmm. As long as you're not sitting on your behind crying, whoa, it is me. And when you're doing the crying, the world is me. I had to look this up right here, people. This is a one of my brothers hit me with this the other week. We're having a conversation. And he said, this was not to me directly. I'm saying it now. But he was, um, he, we were talking to a group of men and he was saying excuses are monuments of nothing that build bridges to nowhere. Those that use these tools of incompetence are fools and masters of nothing. Mm. And he said it because as he said, his father used to say that to him as a reminder to keep pushing. And I said, damn, that is life changing. If you really just take that in, it takes you nowhere. Mm-hmm. So the failure of a situation, if you sit back on it in the hammock and woe is me, and I say woe is me because I used to hear people say, oh my God, <laughs> woe is me. Why? When Minister Farrakhan would say, when people, people say, God, why me? Why me? Why me? Why not me? Exactly. Exactly. You have me going through this. Think about Jonah, mm-hmm. Job, Esau. Uh, uh, Noah, in, Moses, anybody mm-hmm. in the Bible, because most of y'all are probably Christian that listen to this too, but we know everyone. But think about anybody in any scriptural references. What if Moses said, when God told him, talk about a burning bush, I got something for you to do. <laughs> I need you to pick up this right here. Pick up this staff. Mm-hmm. Go tell Pharaoh 
let my people go. Mm-hmm. And then when he asks you who sent you, tell him that I am that I am sent me. And he, But he did say, oh, no, 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 no. He said, I have a stammering tongue. Send my brother with me. I, I know guy had to look at him like, mother, I just told you. <laughs> I just, don't you think I know you got a stammering tongue? But you know what? Cool. I understand we all need a little backup. Mm-hmm. All right. Call your brother Aaron. He going to roll with you. But you still going to do this. You still doing it. You still doing this. You, you know what? And I, I like to hear that, you know, I love to hear Bible, but a lot of people don't realize that they were just, the reason why they chose those those characters, mm. those people, it could be any one of us. That the, the Bible could be written at any time, and he can pick random people. That's it. <laughs> you know, what if this guy didn't do this? And the thing is, when things happen to you, like you said, why not you? Because you got to learn the lesson. Joseph. You got to learn the lesson. Come on. You have to, you have to be, a lot of people, well, why I got to be the one to be the first person to get out of power? Why not you? It got to happen to somebody. Those things cultivate us. Those things, that they, they, they build us to what we're supposed to be. Mm. And the thing is, sometimes things happen to you because it's supposed to happen. Right. Sometimes you're doing so well, you got people attached to you who should not be attached to you. The failure. Yeah. Who's with you? So when the water get hot, when the fire get hot, Mm. they fall off. Mm. All those supposed to be friends. You've been walking with them for a long time, not understanding that that person was a leech. That person, what they call it, a tick. They were draining you. Mm. And because you were so big, you didn't feel it. Mm. You had those family members that pretended that they love you and they weren't for you. The devil's walking with you. You didn't even know. You didn't even know. And in our scriptural book, um, these three men, I think, excuse me for not saying it right, but I get it. These three men were walking up to God. I think it's also in the Bible, too. And the the Bible says, where go thy Satan? And then they look up, who the hell are you talking to? He said, him. You walking with the devil. You don't even know. You don't even know. He says, well, I've been walking to and fro on the land, gathering up those that I can find. And they're like, what? We've been kicking it with the devil the whole whole time. And that's a good thing to have things fall off of you. So you can get, that makes you focused. Failure and missed opportunities. Those are to show you where your focus should be because you were unfocused. Focus? (laughs) (laughs) You you weren't really, you you didn't feel that sense of urgency. Man. You didn't have that. So now that you don't have a place to stay. Now that that car did mess up on you, now that you're in a lesser position, now you understand the urgency. Now that you're older, you understand the urgency of time. Mm. Now that you are lonely, you understand the the importance of relationships. Now that you know a relative has died, now you understand the importance of family. Now that that money is gone, you understand mm. the importance of stability. And so it's those things that are always teaching us something. But the thing is, have you learned the lesson? Have you learned? It's not about being taught. It's about learning. And learning requires you. A teacher requires a teacher. But the learning doesn't take place until you understand and you start doing. Message! (laughs) (laughs) And so, and that's what, what we all need to understand is we have to focus on the doing. 
It ain't the back wonder, it's the front wonder you need to be looking That's at. That's it, man. Come on, man. <laughs> we're, too, we're too busy, as they say. You're too busy focusing on that rearview mirror and what's happening behind you. You're focusing on everything that happened. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. My father says it like this. He says, hindsight is good. Future sight, great. But to be in present, to know what's going on is the best. Because when you're looking in the past, coulda, woulda, shoulda, lost opportunities. You're looking in the future. Tomorrow ain't, ain't guaranteed. But right now, if I can look into the inside of what God has given me, what God has put right there in the front of me, I can make this happen so I could change my future. But most of us, as you say, you're looking in that rear view mirror. You're looking in the back window. You're looking in the side window. But right in front of you in this car is the windshield. It is. And what's coming at you is uh, a swarm of locusts. And you don't know, <laughs> get your butt off the road. Danger's coming. Yeah. So we are in this situation, like you said, the missed opportunity is only missed because you choose to not pay attention. Mm -hmm. And that, as a matter of fact, that, that even hits harder because at the time you weren't focused on the present. Oh, oh come on. We <laughs> at put that time you weren't this. looking at the present. Right. You know, you were still steady looking at what a lot of us are so focused on the future on the road ahead that we don't see the road right in front of us. You know, like you said, a lot of us, we're driving and we're thinking about, man, when I get home, mm -hmm. I'm going to get a hold of them ribs in there. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm feeling, I can't wait to go and sit down. Mm -hmm. And you're not focusing on the road. And you done ran off the road. You done hit somebody because you're daydreaming. Daydreaming and thinking about <laughs> you're not you. focusing oh, on the task at hand. And I think that that's what it is. <laughs> Focus on the time at hand right now. Right now. <laughs> and right now. In this present dispensation of dispensation of time, excuse me in my word, killing it, <laughs> is that we all have to be focused on self. Yeah. It true. is nothing wrong with being stingy. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. What is the first law of nature? Yeah. Self-preservation. Yeah. And too often, too many of us are not working on self-preservation. Mm -hmm. What we're working on is trying to be the representative so we can attract the next person. Yeah. And we always say, so those who don't know what a representative is, representative is when you meet someone, ladies, you understand this more than men do, but when you meet that, that dabonier individual who's charming and good looking, got that nice cologne on, and he says all the right things, and you decide to get into a relationship with them, and a month later, you're like, who the is this right here? A great actor. <laughs> That's who it is. He showed you his representative. And his representative is the person that he wanted you to fall in love with. Mm -hmm. So what we're doing right now as a people, we have been too often focused on the representative to attract the good job, to attract the good mate, to attract whatever it is that we're trying to attract. Instead of sitting down asking, God, what is it I'm supposed to be doing? Mm -hmm. And who am I supposed to be falling into? I'm supposed to be falling in love with self. And this is why I respect women on so many levels. When you see sisters who say, I've been long, I've been single for seven, eight years. And the man be like, God, nigga, that's too long right there. <laughs> that's a long time. But if you look at that sister who's like that, 
to most folks say, oh, she crazy as hell. But just study that sister for a lot of times. You will see she ain't crazy. She's more in tune with herself than the average person. Mm-hmm. Like you said on the I think other episode when we were talking that you, a man who's been broke, jail, brokenhearted, all these things is forced the man. Men, is, we have to, we have to be forced, unfortunately. <laughs> we be forced in situations where we're by ourselves. But those who are forced to come into acknowledgement of self, mm-hmm. to be able to sit down and say, this is me. Mm-hmm. Like it or not, this is me right here. What do you want to do? Mm-hmm. Those men are the most powerful. The Honorable Muhammad says that the man who can control what's between his teeth and what's between his legs can control the world. Mm-hmm. And the only way you can con- start controlling those is when you get to know self. That's right. You don't have to chase every rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, you don't have to respond to everybody. That's true. And once a man gets to that point, you can't touch him. I'm telling you. Because you what what is it that you have to give to him? I don't a man who can control his mouth don't want everything. Mm-hmm. I don't need to eat. I don't need to go after this bit of money. Mm-hmm. I, I I know I want it, but I don't need it. Mm-hmm. God gonna make everything happen for me. I don't want any woman. I want that woman. Man. Or whatever you may want in your life. But you know, I want that specific thing. You are controlling. Self, mm-hmm. then you're focused. And, and you know, you, you said something about some of those who have the appearance of outward success. Mm. And the thing is, a lot of people chase what they think a good life is. But the same thing applies. I don't just want a good life. I want my life. A lot of people, especially are those who are from Asian countries or African countries. They're mm. living the life that their parents wanted, but it was never for them. They were told to be an engineer. They were told to be an accountant. They were told to be a doctor. And they're miserable. They were told to marry this person. They were told that they need to have these things in life, and none of it is fulfilling. And they become very, very embittered. They become, they age quicker. They are always, or they're just dead inside. And the thing is, the life that you have now, who chose that? Who chose it for you? Was it you that chose it? Was the man in the mirror? (laughs) You know? (laughs) And that's one thing that we, you know, make sure that you're the one choosing what you have, if you found your focus and direction, you know, a lot of us will not do that. Uh-uh. Like, OK, well, here's what I want. Well, if that's what you want, go after it. Go What's after it. stopping you but you? And whether or not you have something stopping it, overcome it. It don't matter because it's always somebody who's doing worse than you. I've heard people go, man. You know, uh, I wish I could speak in public like you do, but I got this and I got that. There, There's a public speaker who doesn't have arms and legs. Right. You're doing better than him. And, and you won't speak. Man, come on. There uh, are people who don't mm. talk and wrote books. <laughs> there are Novels. people out there who have a lot worse situation than you. They don't have any of the opportunities that you have. They don't have any other technology and they're outdoing you. And the thing, there's somebody out there with the position that you want. 
there's somebody out there that the life that you want and they don't even want it. That's a whole other conversation. Hell, they want it. Appreciating everything. I mean, I mean, even down when you talk about those who I, I love my black brothers who are rappers. I do. And, you know, because the average one, and I'm saying like average, me, hell, nine out of 10 of them started from nothing, mm-hmm. literally. And like one of my favorite our rappers right now, most of everybody's the baby. I mean, I, most of my favorite rappers are actually a bunch of street brothers, period, like Tip, Jeezy, Jay-Z, you know. But when you look at their story, every one of these brothers literally started from I'm back against the wall, I'm on the street, I ain't got nothing. But I heard this opportunity over here. I wasn't even trying, all of them, I wasn't trying it. I was better doing this over here in the streets. But my man told me, he heard me one day jokingly, and my man is like, oh yeah, man, you need to do this. What? Whatever, I'm I'm over here doing. And again, you need to do this. And then they stop. All right, let me try it. And when they try it, they go ahead and get the life that everyone else is trying to get to. But then, you know, I guess that's why everybody want to be a rapper. <laughs> but not everybody's meant to be rappers. But taking that opportunity mm-hmm. because it could have been missed. Mm-hmm. We talk about, or oh, they could have been doing something else, but they, I want another conversation. But pursuing it relentlessly, <laughs> yeah, and not giving up. If you, if you know that you're supposed to be doing something, a lot of us will let small things throw us off. Very and small. They go, well, that wasn't small. This happened. No, it's smaller than your dream. It's small. If you're saying, hey, I want to, uh, I want to be a marine biologist. And whatever it is that's blocking you is smaller than your dream. I want to uh, have, uh, you know, whatever success that you wanted or you want to have a relationship, but you're afraid of approaching men or putting yourself out there. What you're doing is smaller. that, That obstacle that you have is smaller than where you see yourself. And you're bigger than that. So I think that it's who we are is more important than what we go through. And that's the thing that we have to focus on. It's the you. And with that being said, this is our outro music. Okay, the quiet storm. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. So, yeah, we're here. Um, we try to do an hour on this thing. And we're going to get better on this one. So just stay with us. I'm trying to tell you, it's, it's going to get better and better. We're working this out. Shout out to my big homie, Cash Flow. Yeah, we out here. I like this little outro. Yeah, man. It's real nice. It, it's it's a nice melody to encapsulate everything that we done kind of went through on every show. And now we out here. So thank you all again for another episode of Cocktails and Conversation. I said, you good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, baby. I'm good. So, hell yeah. I like this. <laughs> Quiet storm, everybody. <laughs> Join us next time. Yes. For another episode. <laughs> good night.